presented by the Vapor Technology Association. Hey, good morning. I am Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Thursday, February 29th. Happy Leap Day. Here's what's buzzing in Washington. President Joe Biden and likely GOP nominee Donald Trump are traveling today to the U.S.-Mexico border. This is just the latest chapter in the intense spin campaign about who's to blame for this migrant crisis. For Trump, this trip to Eagle Pass isn't exactly surprising. He's done this before. But for Biden, this visit to the border represents a more aggressive stance by the White House on this issue. The president is obviously trying to shift the blame from Democrats, who are often fingered by voters for this crisis, to Republicans, who at Trump's behest just a few months ago killed the bipartisan Senate deal to try to address the border matter. This also obviously comes as Biden is considering executive action on the border, so we'll be watching that closely. In other news, you gotta feel for Jack Smith. (laughs) Donald Trump's federal trial for trying to overturn the 2020 election looks like it's going to be on hold for several more months. Why? The Supreme Court last night announced that it would take up in rule on the former president's argument that he is immune from prosecution for any actions taken while president. Those oral arguments aren't set to start until April 22nd. So what does this mean? I'll just read you the lead from my colleagues Kyle Cheney and Josh Gerstein's story. They write, quote, As voters cast ballots this fall to decide whether Donald Trump should win another presidential election, a federal jury may be weighing whether he attempted to steal the last one. Yes, Trump will likely be on trial on Election Day. And getting back to Jack Smith, the special counsel wanted to start this trial on March 4th, just a few days from now. It's been stalled since December, and now it's going to be stalled even longer. On Capitol Hill, it was a bit of a doozy of a news day yesterday. The immediate risk of a Friday night shutdown appears to be gone now. Top congressional leaders struck a deal yesterday to pass Fiscal 2024 spending bills in two six-bill tranches, one by March 8th, the rest by March 22nd. That means passing yet another CR. And the tentative plan is for the House to vote on one this afternoon and then leave town, while the Senate is expected to clear the bill by Friday's deadline. But beside the spending news and other headlines about Senate Republicans blocking a bill to protect IVF nationwide, Mitch McConnell actually stole the spotlight on the Hill yesterday by announcing he's going to step down as leader by the end of the year. We weren't exactly surprised by this. We wrote in Playbook a few weeks ago that his critics have become extremely vocal lately, saying he's got to go. His allies privately have been worried that his sharp political acumen has dulled. And as for the top of playbook today on this issue, we look at how Donald Trump's allies in the Senate are eyeing a new MAGA-style takeover of the upper chamber. For months, Senate Republicans have sort of operated under this assumption that McConnell's successor would actually be one of his allies, one of what they call on Capitol Hill the three Johns, either minority whip John Thune, former whip John Cornyn or conference chair John Barrasso. But Trump allies are actually itching for a dark horse candidate to sort of shake things up. They're complaining privately that any one of these three Johns would be more of the same, just McConnell 2.0. And some of those folks are already discussing how a group of about a dozen McConnell critics might actually try to band together and use their numbers as well as public pressure to install a leader who's more to their liking. 
We should be clear here that this doesn't mean these Senate hardliners are not open to any of the three Johns. In fact, several of them said they were, if the price was right. That would probably mean a big change for these three McConnell allies in terms of what they prioritize in terms of policy and also their relationships with Donald Trump, especially John Thune, who hasn't exactly been close with the former president. But this all amounts to a very turbulent next eight or nine months. Uh, McConnell's announcement basically serves as the starting gun for a contentious, long leadership election that means jockeying and a lot of horse trading behind the scenes. I mean, every move by a would-be successor of McConnell will be scrutinized not only by their own colleagues, but by the conservative base that wants a reboot of the party. I have to say for myself, this dynamic really reminds me of the time former Speaker Paul Ryan decided to announce his retirement a full eight months before leaving Congress. The move put heir apparent, Kevin McCarthy, in a bit of a bind with conservatives holding demands over his head and basically dissecting his every move for more than half a year. McCarthy would later complain that Ryan basically screwed him. We also can't forget about the former president here. Trump once prodded Senator Rick Scott a McConnell critic to run against McConnell. Now, that wasn't successful, but people do think Trump is going to weigh in eventually here, or at least be in touch with his Hill allies to try to sort of manipulate his desired outcome. We have to say, though, that senators do pride themselves on selecting their own leaders regardless of public pressure, whereas in the House, when you vote for speaker, that vote is public and people can see how each Republican votes. The election for Senate leader is actually secret ballot. So some senators might actually be able to get around this by just not saying who they're going to vote for. It's going to be an interesting few months. And for the rest of your schedule today, the House will meet at 10. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will testify before the Armed Services Committee at 10 a.m., obviously about the secrecy around his hospitalization just a few months ago. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening. A sponsored message from the Vapor Technology Association. President Biden, your administration is actively working against you. Robert Califf and Brian King are going rogue to force your hand on menthol cigarettes. And that's just the start. These unelected bureaucrats have been prioritizing politics over science, evident in their flavored vape ban. Letting the FDA dictate policy undermines your cancer moonshot goals. President Biden, it's time to take back control of your public health agenda.